Good day. Welcome to the Business Agora, a series of conversations aimed to be supportive in your business and your life, held with our community here at Workspace 365. My name is Michael Benson. I am the CEO at Workspace 365, and I'm here with our community engagement lead, Al Jeffrey, who will be your host for a number of these conversations. Thanks, Michael, and thank you for joining us for the Agora. Agora means the gathering or the exchange. And in these conversations, we hope to connect you with some of the humans of the Workspace 365 community, bring light to their stories, their insights into business, leadership, and well-being, and offer useful resources and tips for navigating business post-COVID-19. So let's dive in. Stuart, thanks for joining us for a Business Agora conversation. Lovely to be here. Yeah, we're chatting on what is a public holiday, Cup Day. Um, so I appreciate you taking the time. And I wonder if you could just uh, verbally paint us a picture of where you're joining in from. Yeah, so we're um, at the foothills of the Macedon Ranges. So yeah, my office is, has a view out to Mount Macedon, which is beautiful. Today, I think it's going to be 30 degrees. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to um, potentially getting out later today and, and um, enjoying it. But um, yeah, we're just um, in a little township called New Gisborne um, and been here for um, probably 12 months. And before that, we're up in a in a, um, in a mountain village called Cherokee, um, which was um, a nice spot to be, actually. Mm. Is that what region of Victoria is um, is where you were previously? Yeah, it's still the Macedon Ranges. So yeah, it's um, we're just up further into the hills. So yeah, it was actually named after um, apparently American Indians, which went up to the gold fields in Bendigo and then came back and worked on the, the timber mills um, through the Macedon Ranges. So yeah, that's the story. Yeah, yeah. great. And it sounds like. Yeah, your move to rural was pre-lockdown. I know many, including myself, have had this great revelation of uh, designing your life around the lifestyle rather than work um, yeah. uh, during lockdown. But it sounds like you came to that uh, for yourself previous. Have you always lived quite rural or was there a particular decision a couple of years ago? Yeah, like I grew up in uh, on a cattle farm in Western um, District area in Victoria, and so yeah, I think you know growing up in that environment really does make you appreciate just the natural world. So for me, I've always tried to you know try and balance the you know working in the in the city but living in the country. So from this point, like we're at the foothills of the Macedon Ranges, which is about you know fifty odd minutes into the CBD, and so that's about as far as which is feasible. <laughs> so I think that yeah, it's um, it's something we've always tried to to have. You know, you go from the, the busy sort of city lifestyle, and you hop on the the lunch train, put the headphones in, work for an hour, hop off, and you've got um, you know birds and sunshine and you know some beauty. So it's it is, it's a nice sort of balance. Yeah, yeah, it's something I look forward to. Um, so I'd love to uh, hear a little if you're able to share about your story uh, over 20 years in the health technology sector and and now working uh, for the last three years, uh, if I have that correct, starting up Luminosity Innovations. Um, so yeah, I'm curious, what has been your path of landing in the health technology sector and what is it that really I suppose, lights you up? 
in that world. Yeah, I think, yeah, thanks, Al. Um, yeah, for me, obviously, growing up in the farm and having interest in the natural world sort of led to doing um, a biological sciences degree at uni. And so I sort of went from there and then sort of found my way into the health and medical research. So, yeah, I was obviously just always had an interest in, in um, you know, health outcomes and trying to make the world a better place, you know, I, ideally. <laughs> it's obviously incredibly difficult thing to do you know and and just to participate in that sector is really fantastic so um yeah so i was basically part of the general exodus of kids on farms heading to the city for study and work and so yeah, i went and did that um science degree and then followed it by a phd in cancer research um after uni i went to csl and i was working on making the flu vaccine i actually met my partner there which is not the most romantic story to sitting on a packaging line making flu vaccine <laughs> but it was but it was, um, it was great we ended up getting engaged after three months so it was a really instant thing which was a nice start to the work um work life but yeah from there i sort of went into development of um, antibodies for treatment of um, those who've been um, had a snake bite um, or spider bite um, like redback spiders and so on so that was interesting i worked at um, VentureCore, a company which was developing a mechanical heart um, up in sydney and then went into the nutraceutical industry i worked there for a few years and moved into oz biotech which is our industry body uh, where i ran a 60 million dollar uh, infrastructure project um, and then was sort of um, headhunted across to be CEO of a um, translational research agency. So yeah, CEO there for um, yeah, several years and established a national pipeline to help um, translate medical discoveries into clinical practice. And so we had a, you know, a range of sort of medical research facilities and universities and hospitals participating in that um, and basically culminated with establishing a global translational health research consortium, which involved on um, the US, um, European Union, um, UK, Canada, and of course, Australia. So yeah, it was a really good time. You got to work with a lot of researchers and really sort of enjoyed, you know, just seeing the, the great work that they were doing. Um, yeah, and obviously then it sort of led on to doing this work at um, Luminosity. So yeah, it's all, all that sort of um, health field um, and just an interest in trying to make an impact. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like quite a, uh in some sense, quite a meandering journey, but also very focused. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm curious where you get your, I suppose, enterprising mind from, like the real um, CEO build. And it sounds like it's quite a natural quality of yours to, to start up, to create, to manage, to build, to grow. Um, yeah, where does that come from? Have you always been quite an, an enterprising and, and creative uh, person? So oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I, I think um, I don't know where it comes from, really, for me in terms of um, my approach. I just always have always had a curiosity, and so you know, always um, wanted to understand how things work, and and obviously to build things. I just find it really enjoyable to be um, you know to be productive in developing new things. So. Yeah, so whether that's, and that's part of the reason why it sort of meandered um, my career like it has. So, you know, crossing to medical devices and nutraceuticals because it's just, you know, there's a curiosity there and you know, explore it and try to develop something and then move on to a new project. So, yeah, I just, I love that, um, you know, you only live once, as they say, and so we really need to make sure you use the time well. So for me, that was just the priority is to try and, you know, build a skill set to, you know, enjoy my experiences and to try and contribute in different ways. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so you know, obviously that sort of led on to doing this work here at 
luminosity and I assume down the track it'll move, move on to different things but yeah just it's the challenge of um, of the unknown I think is really exciting you know when you when you have a great idea or you can see some potential in something and then you get invested and you, you put some effort in it and you know um, before you know it you end up with some really interesting results so I just love that um, yeah uncertainty with it too is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah we've all had such a great kind of crash course in in sitting with the uncertainty um, during lockdown. That's uh, right, yeah. Yeah, I know some of what you're working on at Luminosity uh, is confidential, but yeah, I'm wondering if you could share a little about it. Um, and maybe I was reading online just some of the statistics around, I suppose, yeah, vitamin D deficiency in Australia and I suppose the, the why behind what it is that you're working on. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, we're basically working on a technology platform which is a UV sensor. So it's essentially really, it looks a really simple thing. So you, it's a sticker which you apply to the back of your hand and it changes color from a violet color to like a pink color. And so we use that in terms of, uh, you know, a range of applications. The two ones um, that I'll probably speak about are really sunburn prevention and the second one is vitamin D deficiency. So we all know that, you know, you go out and spend too much time in the sun, you get sunburn and it leads to skin cancer. So I think in Australia, We've got a massive, um, you know, number of uh, people that get sunburn in the in the cancer council. I think it's about 2.4 million Australian adults get uh, sunburn in the average summer's weekend, hmm. and about two thirds of Australians will develop skin cancer by the age of 70. So for me, you know, doing the, the previous work I was doing, I saw this as a real area that we should be looking at as a real sort of national health area. Um, so yeah, the technology we have is relatively simple for the, the user, but it's been you know, several years in the making. Um, and what it does is basically changes color and gives you an alert when you've received uh, as much UV radiation as your body should receive on that day. And one of the great things about the technology is we make it according to skin tone. So, you know, you've got super light skin, it's obviously a shorter time, you've got some darker skin and then it, it, you can be out there for longer. So, you know, for mums with kids that go out for the beach on the weekend and, you know, and put the sunscreen on and then want to know if it's still on, it's sort of a, a good tool for that. So that's one of the, the simple sort of applications and we think a really fundamental application, particularly here in Australia. But the other ones with um, vitamin D deficiency. So I actually didn't realize before coming to the project that just how huge that vitamin D deficiency is in Australia. So depending on which papers you look at, it's somewhere between one in four and one in two Australians are vitamin D deficient at this time in the year. So, um, you know, and that, that translates to, you know, issues around uh, bone strength and muscle strength. You know, for athletes, it's about you know, your VO2 max as well. Um, immunity and so on. So, um, you know, so we saw it as a real opportunity to do something. And similarly to the you know, sunburn area, it is skin tone dependent. So those that have very dark skin need to spend further time out in the sun to get enough vitamin D being produced. So it's um, it's just a real area that we think that we can do something in. So, you know, uh, I think the current practice is, you know, you have fort fortification of foods, um, has been one method and also supplementation through vitamin D tablets. But according to the Cancer Council, they said this is the best way. Vitamin D is best received through UVB radiation from the sun. So 
Um, and to our knowledge, there's not a competitor out there in this, this space. So we think this is a really great market opportunity um, and we hope to have a, a real health impact. So, yeah, so get people out in the sun. You know, it's obviously just a great thing to be doing in, in a limited way too, to have that sort of serotonin hit um, that you get, the feel-good hormone from being out in the sun. So um, it's just really trying to get the balance with, you know, what, what is enough. And I think up until now, there hasn't been an easy way to, to know what is enough. So, you know, you have a feeling, you know, 10 minutes on one day or half an hour another day, but what we can do is really show you exactly what your body needs. So, but yeah, so we're really excited about what we can do in this um, space. We've got another two application areas, which um, we'll reveal a little bit later on. We're currently doing a capital raise to support the entry of those products into the market. So yeah, it's a really exciting time for us. Mm, amazing. And such a, I mean, today being, um, what is it, 30 degrees or also here in uh, most of Victoria, a uh, kind of first taste of, of the strength of UV. And I imagine there will be millions at beaches and in open spaces. Um, and yeah, I, I'm curious what the stats will do over this summer, given that we've just been in lockdown. And so uh, I imagine there's going to be quite a, a boom in everyone's desire to be outdoors. Um, yeah, I agree 100%. And it's actually one of the most risky times too, because obviously your natural defense, that melanin in your skin is so low if you've been like, like many of us sitting in front of a computer indoors. So this time of the year, when you start getting outdoors on the on those hot days, it's um it can be quite bad for your skin. So yeah, just getting the right balance is important. Mm -hmm. One of the other interesting things with vitamin D, which I should mention too, is that there's a there's a link at the moment which is coming out in the research papers between um, COVID and vitamin D. So those um, with actually low vitamin D are more at risk of getting COVID in terms of the probability of having the infection, but also in terms of the implications of the infection itself. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, I've always um, just been very grateful for my Indian heritage. I've got um, quite a natural tan and so I've never... I mean, sure, I, I do still take my skin health seriously and, and protect and slip, slop, slap, but I have never really been seriously burnt or, or anything. I just kind of go a, a turmeric orange color. Um, so I yeah, lucky. that's yeah, lucky for you. I think, yeah, from, from my perspective, I've been burnt, you know, as a kid growing up in Australia in the you know 80s and that it was, you know, there was just no real understanding for the implications of it. So, yeah, so I definitely would be the other end of the spectrum in terms of, you know, the risk of that. But I mean, it's great that you haven't had that, um, that issue. And, you know, I think that's one of the benefits of having darker skin is that you get a little bit more leniency with the exposure times. Yeah. Yeah. So during COVID for you, uh, what was your experience and what did you, I suppose, um, do to, to remain sane and, and to keep balanced within yourself um, whilst still working? Yeah, so I think this is one. This is one of the benefits of being out in the country environment. So, we've got um, a few acres, and so you know we've had a little bit more freedom than those in the CBD. So you know it's just it has been a lot easier for us to sort of get around and yeah, um, you know, get up early. I've got um, horses, so I ride the horses probably around six o'clock in the morning um, and do that for an hour or two, and then. Yeah, um, head inside and get into work and, you know, do that for the day indoors like everybody. And um, then you get, you know, walk or you get outside to do some jobs um, later on the day. So I think being physical and outdoors is, is probably my take on it as I find it really sort of 
you know, enjoyable to do something like that. Um, yeah, but it's, we've been, definitely been lucky to be in this situation. Um, and I think hopefully that'll be the same for a lot of the other people in the CBD too. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. yeah. Um, amazing. Well, where can people connect with you or with your work at Luminosity Innovations to find out more? Yeah, so we've got, I've got a LinkedIn account. So um, yeah, my name is Stuart Hay and um, I'm running a company, Luminosity Innovations. Our website is www.livd.org. If you want to have a look at that, um, yeah, feel free to reach out. Great. And we'll put that in the show notes, of course. Um, what are you mostly looking forward to uh, as the weather gets warmer? Yeah, I just, I love the outdoors. So yeah, being able to sort of get out and spend time with the family will be great. Um, yeah, and I think obviously from a, a company perspective too, people start to get a little bit more interested in what we're doing too. So that'll be um, great to see. We're sort of a, an exciting juncture at the moment. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be good. Yeah, well, thanks again, Stuart, for taking the time. And I'm glad you're one bar of rural reception. Check <laughs> it out. Yeah, we got there. Thanks, Al. Yeah. And um, yeah, I look forward to following from afar and we'll post all of the, the links in the show notes so that others can do the same. Yeah, that sounds great. Thanks, Al. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, Stuart. Thank you for joining us for another Agora conversation. And we trust you took away something useful. Thank you, Al. That's right. If you are already a member with us, we look forward to seeing you in an office or an event really soon. If you aren't a member with us, we'd love to welcome you to one of our centres across Melbourne, South Melbourne, Footscray and Torquay very soon. Please be in touch and call us on 1800-WORK-NOW or on the web on, at www.workspace365.com.au. We look forward to continuing to connect with you and you with our community here at Workspace 365. We'll see you again shortly.